0: Hey everybody, it's Brun, BJ's Wick 33. Before we start the show, I want to give a quick shout out to Times After Dusk, who obviously, we play their intro, or we use their, their song Quiet Hand to intro and outro our show. Um, I just want to let everyone know there is 10 days left to the release of their album. Um, I have it. I've listened to it. I really like it. Um, It is 13 tracks, so everybody who signed up through their site will be getting it for free, and those who really like it, if you still want to go out and buy it, I know a couple places that it may be, like on Bandcamp for $7.99. Today, I'll be using one of their new songs, Apology. Uh, That'll be the intro, quick you know, couple seconds, and then to outro, uh, the end song will actually be the new version of Quiet Hand, uh, so hope you like it, and ten days till the release of the album. so thanks a lot and here's the show I found your
1: apology.
0: Hello, everybody. This is this xbox life episode one hundred and ninety three It is about time Presar. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> uh we are we delayed last week. Uh took a week off, let's say. Had a lot of stuff going. Hard to get all three of us together or I it was actually hard to get two of us together. Oh yeah, it's um, crazy where, week where we could record because you guys are both out of town. It was my anniversary. It was it was crazy. But uh Oh wait, we got
2: to we got to say happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. <laughs> I won't finish the rest of Thank you. <laughs> yeah.
0: But we are finally recording episode 193. So, seeing that we've been gone for two weeks, we have a list of topics, five pages long. It looks like. <laughs> Mark Mark is ready to talk. Uh, we are all ready to talk. Let's say in this episode. Yeah. So, I say we make a quick, quick run through of what we've been playing. And then just get right into it. What do you guys think? Actually, I, I think our seeing that we were so busy last week, I think our what we've been playing might be quick. So I played some Mass Effect Three. Um, you know, this isn't going to be quick because I have two stories. <laughs> <laughs> th- th- this is a quick story. <laughs> so I was um, Sleeping Ninja seventy eight messaged me. He's like, "Hey, do you want to play 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 a game?" I was like, "Sure, let's play Mass Effect 3 so we we're playing. We got a a uh, couple other guys. We're just playing. It was like 20 seconds left in the countdown for the extraction. And my youngest, who is one, loves the little green light on the <gasps> Xbox button, runs up and shuts it off with like 20 oh. seconds. To yeah. <laughs> so um, the reason why I was playing downstairs is because I believe my original Xbox is finally going to kick the bucket. Um. My network card isn't working. I put another network card on it. It barely works. Uh, so I think it's actually internal uh, issue. It's just so slow there. It, it just can't. It can't do anything. It takes almost a minute. A minute to half to actually boot up. Um, so I'm gonna look at a couple things, but I think it's finally dying. Um, so I played Mass Effect Three. I played the Minecraft demo, and. I never did get into I didn't really get into Minecraft (laughs) on the PC or anything, but I do have friends that play it and they really like it. And I can understand maybe how it's fun on the PC. People are hooked on it. The X I I downloaded it. Oh, my gosh. It is so boring. And and I I, like I said, I'm not saying that I wouldn't like the PC version. Maybe, Maybe it is just should be a PC version because of all the mods and stuff. And my friend has a server and so on and so forth. But honestly, even if you do have fun playing it, it is not worth twenty bucks. I'm sorry that it is. It's crap.
2: No, no, dude.
0: <laughs> to, you know, in my I, in my mind, in my mind, it, it is, and I, I just I don't know. You know, I,
2: I fall in the in the same category with you, and I think that it's because we don't understand the game. There's people out there that love it, and they see the game differently than we do. I mean, there's people that have spent, like, if you count all the hours they've spent into it, it would be like days, or it would be weeks, if not months, that they've spent in this universe. Which to me says there's something that they see that we don't. Because I, I agree with you. I mean, I look at it, I'm like, mm, I'd rather okay. go read a newspaper. And well, I like
0: I said, like. like like I said, I, I may enjoy the P C version getting to play with some like of my friends on a server or whatnot or in their world. You know, these people that have spent days and weeks and stuff, do you think they're just gonna stop playing the PC version and jump over to the Xbox version? So it's a separate world then? That's yeah. Totally separate? Yeah. yeah. Like there's not even all the features that you can yeah. get in the PC version and the Xbox version. Hmm. Plus it's like, you know, for the people who've gotten into it really early, they only paid twenty bucks for the PC version. And they just constantly get the upgrades here. It's it's twenty dollars more and it's the Xbox version. I mean, what? how many upgrades you think you're going to get out of this version? I, I just I don't know. I, I I tried to download it. And like I said, for your, even what you're saying, the people that are so hooked into it and stuff, they're they're probably not going to leave what they're yeah. doing. They're not going to leave for the Xbox version. So, you know, let's let's look at people who have never played it before. And yes, I may not understand it, and my friend could probably sit down and explain it to me, but I'm still not going to drop 20 bucks on it.
2: Right.
0: You know, I I just, you know, if I wanted to build something, I'll build a Trials Evolutions track or, you know, keep working on it or something. Right. But yeah, I I tried the Minecraft demo. I just, I think I spent maybe like six minutes in it, and I'm just like, (laughs) nope, I'm out of here. I was like, I got more stuff to do, you know, with my time than this, but...
2: That's that's so funny that you say that, because that's pretty much what happened with me in the <laughs> PC version. Yeah, You know, looking but, at like, huh?
0: Yep. So, really, I just played Mass Effect 3. So, what you got, Rob?
2: Uh, it was a very busy last couple of weeks, a lot of traveling, and, man, this NATO Summit junk that they're having here in Chicago, it's really cramping my style. It's, I guess it doesn't hurt that Or it doesn't help that uh, the place that I work at is right across from where all of the uh, protests are going on. So there's a lot of craziness here in Chicago with that. But anyway, uh, in the last couple of weeks, other than just a little bit of blur, it's been a lot of uh, uh, phone gaming on my cell phone in hotels and airports. So... Uh, that's pretty much about it for me. I, I went back to my standby, Blur. Love it. Still love it. Still keep playing the same tracks over and over, and uh, I just never get tired of it. Although it's it's getting weird now where I can't play it as long. Did you guys ever notice that with like old favorite games? Like sometimes you can sit there for like hours, then other times you just sit down you play for like half an hour, and you're like, uh,
0: yeah, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I have.
2: So. But yeah, that's spotted for me. How about you, Mark?
1: Uh, well, I was out of town all week and away from my Xbox. So, um, and when I got home Friday night, I was so tired. I didn't even feel like playing it. So, I, went, I was like in bed like at 9:30 or something oh. Friday night, dude. I was so tired. Um, but Saturday I finally got a chance to play some Max Payne 3. Um, I ended up buying this game. I, I don't know. It was like an impulse buy or something. I got, I don't know. I blame soul assassin eight Oh eight, um, him, him talking about it and getting me to kind of look at it and going, Hey, this looks kind of cool. Really, really wish I hadn't gotten sucked into that. Cause my opinion, it's really not worth it, but I don't know. Um, the, there's this, I just got some things I just really don't like about it. Um, Overall, I think it's probably going to turn out to be a pretty decent game, but the um the initial loading when you turn it on and I I don't I still don't understand this, but like just to get to the menu like takes forever. It's like it comes on and it starts this like like comic book picturesque cutscene type of stuff as it's loading the menu. I'm like I don't get it. It's a menu. It it takes like two minutes for this game to even get to you to the menu screen um so i mean it's just you know it's not a big deal it's just kind of annoying but um what is nice is the game once you are playing it there is absolutely no loading times but that's because they're covered up with really long cutscenes that are not skippable so i can't see going through this game more than once um but it what I'm finding is I'm playing it on medium I'm playing it on free aim so there's there's is not only is there like easy medium hard uh, hardcore and then old school or oh, there's like five levels of hardness onto this game, two of which are locked when you first start out but then once you select it then there's also do you want the uh, what do they call it? Free aim, which means you control the, the your your cursor for your gun. Or there's one that's like called like soft touch or something like that, which you kind of get an assist. Hmm. And then there's another one like a hard touch or something where it's more your your cursors will pretty much lock onto people. Well, I decided I'm like, well, let me just do this like the free aim, and you know, because that's probably the way the online's going to be, and. You know, I don't want to hinder myself right off the, the start. So let me just go in with what will probably be the hardest. And it is. It's a challenge. Um, so even playing on medium, I die a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. It's ridiculous. Um, so it's a little frustrating. I think the game is a little ridiculously hard. And one of the things that makes it so hard is like your aiming radical is this super super teeny tiny little minuscule little red dot on the screen that's like so freaking hard to see so it's like it's almost pointless so half the time i'm shooting and i i'm not even hitting them because my reticle's off to the right side because i can't see it um i
0: don't know was, why they couldn't give me an actual crosshair sight that i could see this is uh, this is a uh, Rockstar though right yep so it's the same radical It's the same white dot that you got in like Red Dead Redemption.
1: I haven't played that in so long. I don't recall. But uh, I've seen this little red dot somewhere, and I figured it was another one of their games.
0: I think I think all their games pretty much have the same.
1: So it's thing. just um man, it's just really frustrating. Um, you just it just it'll disappear on you. You'll see it, and all of a sudden it's like especially like when you slow down or something. All of a sudden it like disappears. Um, it's. It's just really hard to to find and track, especially when you're in the free aim. It's not going to auto lock on the people for you, so you know it, it just it really makes for a frustrating um, gaming experience. So I think the story's cool, and I like the the design that they did, like the way they're telling the story. It's almost like you're watching a TV show. Um right. it, it's really neat, it's really unique, it's really neat. I like what they did. But sometimes I feel like at least when I first started out that I'm I'm watching a game. You know, I spent I feel like I spent more time watching cutscenes than even getting into play. I swear the first 20 minutes was all just cutscene, you know. I don't know, and that's just me. It felt like 20 minutes and I still hadn't played anything. Um it was a lot of cutscenes to start the game, and now that I'm getting more into it, there is more gameplay and it's getting better um, with that. But it's getting—it's also really hard. And I mean, I was at one level; I must have played it 20 times this one section over. And I'm like, I'm—I'm I'm on medium for crying out loud, you know? It's like—it's just—I don't know. Maybe I just suck that bad at the game. But I—I've I've talked to other people, and they're like, yeah, it's—it's it's tough they have they're having the same experiences with it so um so that's and that's the campaign now i did try some multiplayer um uh, with a bunch of the guys from the community uh saturday afternoon night um again i'm not i think we did the free aim i think i need to go and try it where you do the soft touch or whatever it's called and um kind of helps you out that might make it a little bit better for me um i didn't really have too many problems i mean i was able to kill people i died a lot the biggest complaint i have of this game and the biggest frustration i have is that i was instantly killed upon spawning in more times in this game than i ever experienced in battlefield 3 oh awesome I mean, I made a comment. I'm like, am I freaking playing Battlefield? I mean, you uh-huh. would – it was like I would pop in and it was instantly dead. You know, it was like there was always someone behind you. Or one time I popped in and then it's a grenade went off right at my feet. I was in inst- I mean, as soon as my screen appeared, blam, I was dead. And it's just like, this is ridiculous. And it was constant. Just constant. So – I finally just said I'm done with this. I just I'm I'm done. This isn't any fun. And when you can't get into a game because you're constantly being killed when you're spawning, it's it's just not worth it. I mean, I walked away from Battlefield and I'd never have gone back to play it again. Um, and I have no desire to play it simply for that fact. Um, and this one I think is going to be one that's just really I'll be a I'll play campaign. Eventually I'll get through it, and I probably won't touch it again. So I'm kinda of saddened by that. I, I had high expectations for it. I know most people are loving on the game, and I'm probably the weirdo that just doesn't really like it. Um so but I've stated my reasons why, so it is what it is. Um I wish I would have passed, especially with Ghost Recon Future Soldier coming out this week. I didn't even realize it was a they were they were only a week apart. I somehow spaced that out because I would have probably not purchased it. Especially when I was gone all week. I didn't even get to play it till this weekend, you know? Right. Now it's like, I'm not even going to be able to complete the game, and I'll be off onto something else. So I was like, ah, that really hurts. <laughs> that was a waste of money. So, um, and then I played some Bejeweled 3 right before we started recording. So that's, that's all I've played. Cool.
0: Well, on to the list of topics. Some of these might be quick fire, like, yeah, yeah, and some of these might have a discussion, so we'll just go through them and and see what we got. The the first one I have here, and this might be, like I said, some of these might be a couple weeks or whatever, but if we want to discuss them. Question you guys, is it too late, just right, or I don't care at all with uh, Microsoft adding a web browser to the 360. What's your what's your call? Perfect timing, too late, or I've never cared.
1: I don't want it.
0: Okay. Never. Or I don't I have
1: want it. wanted it. Right.
0: Why would anybody want
1: Internet Explorer, the biggest security hole of any browser? Why would you want that on your Xbox? Mhm. I don't. That's stupid. And well, who's going to freaking... I, I mean, how often do you even type out a message to a friend? I usually am leaving a voicemail because I don't want to take the time to use a stupid little keyboard. To sur- I mean, are you right. really going to sit and surf on your TV? It's nope. going to be so slow. There's no point to it. Yeah. You know, this is... It's
2: going to be functionally better than web TV. You guys remember that? Yeah. From years ago. Got it's it. going to be functionally better than web tv because the resolution on your tvs back then was just awful now you're going to get better resolution so you're actually going to be able to read stuff on the screen but i i look at this kind of like how now for a living i do cisco phone systems you know like stuff you see on tv you might have it at work and those phones have the ability to do you know basic web stuff on the screen so you got this little like five inch screen that you can display all sorts of, you know, our, our company made some stuff for, like, weather and stocks and news. And my argument was, why would you bother with that, with its clunky interface, when you have your 20-inch monitor and a computer a foot away? Eh. It's it's clunky, it's cumbersome, it'll take you 10 minutes to, you know, it, you know, kind of like on a phone. You can browse the internet on the phone, and in a pinch, I'll do it. Like if I'm I'm on you know in an airport or, or whatever, I'll do it on the phone. But if I have my computer within a couple of feet, I will always use the computer. Always. Yeah. Same the same thing with this. It's just well,
0: even awful. if you have like I mean, you don't even need a PC. You could have like an iPad or something. Exactly next to you. Even that is
2: it, it's more it's it's easier right. to get the information. So it's.
0: I mean, I could care less if it it shows up or not. I, honestly, I think the um, I think the list of just like apps and stuff that they're bringing on the Xbox Live is a little overkill now. And we've talked about that, you know, a couple shows ago. That you yeah, know, Hulu Plus and Netflix they're going all right. HBO Go probably does all right. Um, you know, some people use Crackle. Uh, IGN app is actually kind of nice. But other than that, it's like what some Do you of use crack? Crackle. Crackle.
2: He's on crack. You're on
0: crack. Okay. Yeah. I'm on crack. I use crackle. Uh, But I mean, um, some of the other ones, I'm just like, you know, like we always joke about the sci-fi one. It's just like, uh, and I just, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Like I will use it for one thing. And one thing only is I will go to Hulu plus, or I'll go to Hulu on the browser. See if they let you stream the stuff. That's not Hulu plus to my TV. And if it doesn't work, then pretty much you're not going to be do you'd be able to do anything streaming wise, and you might as well just forget it at that point. So, but
2: that was so, the first I mean one. so will they? I mean i I saw the announcement. I didn't really find it interesting enough to actually read further other than the headline. Now, are are they going to allow Flash? Do you know?
0: Uh, they didn't go into detail. I mean it's a it's basically a rumor. They say we'll find more out. Yeah. Uh, find out more on E3. The only other thing they mentioned is like, oh, you know, you'll be able to use Connect. So, yeah. What the freaking do? Yeah. So.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah, Did I say like, that out loud?
0: Yeah, you weren't mute on that one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Let
2: me mute again? It's, it's like, yay! I can I can play Farmville on my Xbox. Yay. Yeah.
1: The thing All is, it's right. like the only thing I can see where I would maybe want something out of here would be to stream uh, my amazon videos but the thing is is that even if it does allow me to stream amazon videos i still don't want it it's still i view that as nothing but a giant gaping security hole on my gaming system i don't need that i don't want to have to go Oh, well, I guess I better put an antivirus program on my console, because now I have a web browser, which is nothing but a gateway for viruses and malware. This bat, this, um, and if people are going, well, that's stupid. They're written for Windows. You're not going to, what a moron you are. Uh, What do you think the new dashboard is? It's Windows 8. Okay, this is what this is. You're gonna get them on here. It's it's gonna happen, and it's just ridiculous to see it on here. And then, are they gonna even keep it updated? PlayStation 3 has a browser that doesn't freaking work because it's IE six, <laughs> Internet Explorer six. It doesn't even work on. I've tried once for something. I don't remember what I was trying to do on there, and I, I was gonna see if it worked, and I couldn't even reach like a generic site that was like a simple site. It's like, oh, your browser's out of date. Like, well, I Uh, can't update it, can I? You know, not unless Sony does an update for it.
0: Definitely when IE10 is going to be released here in the next couple months, I think. So it's stupid. Yeah. All right. Here endeth my rant. <laughs> yep. Well, my next one here is is interesting, and uh, I read this and, and oh, we oh, sent sent a message oh, to it. Oh, oh, oh. So, and I have I have you know it, it's 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 actually kind of good that maybe we we're, were delayed because it's it's been updated since then, <laughs> which kind of turn which kind of leads into the thing that I was actually going to say. So it was kind of funny, um, and that is is Battlefield Three obviously did the update and you could rent servers and one prime example was fairchild, uh, three. Yep. Um, we've had his server and been on his server and he is a really good admin when it comes to it. I mean, you know, he doesn't kick everybody that's playing good unless, you know, it really does seem, you know, if they're not legit, like we've had people on his server that was completely legit, just kicking people. And he's like, I'm not kicking them because they're literally just, they're really just that good, you know? And, and and he's not, like, blowing up the rules and stuff that much. But if you haven't noticed, when you try to find a server, like a quick server or whatever, you're not actually hitting Battlefield 3, your uh, EA servers themselves or DICE servers themselves. You're hitting more and more of the custom servers, which could be a problem. And the reason why it could be a problem is because you'll get on one where only six people are on it, and... You have to get down ten thousand tickets or some large amount. It's like I, we're not going to be able to finish this game. Like oh, I have to jump off um, and jump on. So <clears throat> what is this? Is like is is EA actually knocking off their servers and just leaning more toward the people that are renting them? Yes. So I start. I, well, yeah, well, the thing is yes, but here is what I was going to say. <laughs> is they're all EA servers. And what it is, is when you rent a server, based on what I've read and what I'm trying to understand is, when you rent a server, they take one of the EA servers, they give it to you, you do what, whatever you want with it, and then they put up another EA server. Um, Wrong. And And this large explosion of rentals is kind of the reason why you're seeing like a slow or a low amount of ea things so what it is 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 here was the update that i wanted to to write off is ea spokesperson tells us that dice will reserve a percentage of servers for players who want dice to host them Uh, the full statement is dice is not shutting down servers if dice managed servers appear unavailable it is because they have been rented and customized by players Dice will continue to add servers and will reserve a percentage of servers for players who prefer to connect through DICE hosted servers. So that's that's an update. That was not their
1: initial response when this story first went live a week ago. That uh, that is a re edited, re PR, whatever you want to call it right. update.
0: So I'll
1: I'll just leave it at that.
0: Right, well, I mean, that's all I can read off off the site. I mean, unless we contact EA ourselves and try to find out. Now, I mean, the thing was is my whole thing, what I was going to say is like, well, you know, why, why, I mean, why would you put up more servers when these people are paying you to just use one of your servers? Why put up more? But then I was just like, well, people blow up the rules. You know, they change things too much, so they're going to have to put them up. Because I was like, you know, what's the big deal? And then I kind of changed my mind, like, well, this is kind of a big deal because if they're all user-based, whatever, I might get kicked out of every server I jump into because some jerk of you, an admin... Because
1: you're not you know, doing a pistol-only server, or a pistol-knife right. server, or you're you're taking the jet, so they're going to just kick you because they want to be in the jet. Or right. they got certain things they want to do, and they're not playing by the fair community rules or the way the game right. is meant to play, played, which... EA is always, uh, you know, and Dice is like, it's all about being fair, and we want to make a great gameplay right. environment. Oh, but we're not going to have any of our own default servers anymore because we've just found a way to get out of paying for it, and that's what it was. They they made the community pay for the servers instead of EA paying for it, and because of the uproar, now they're like, oh, oh we're going to put some back in play, you know, because people have been having problems getting onto servers that are a <laughs> fair you know that have are you know where they're not getting kicked every 30 seconds you know
0: and then and the other thing too is is I'm not too worried obviously I haven't had time to play so really I haven't been bothered or bugged that much about it <laughs> and and after the first couple months it's going to it's going to start to slow down i mean there was this huge just massive boom with these servers like every it's almost like every battlefield player had their own server so everybody was playing a game of one (laughs) and honestly when it comes down to like if i'm not playing on fairchild's server i'm playing on a dice server like i'm not going to play on somebody else's stuff i just i mean honestly i i really don't see the need for them to allow to rent off servers like yeah it's kind of cool when you have a large community Like we, you know, we have a pretty large battlefield community. There's a lot of us in there. We we've been piggybacking off Fairchild, which is really cool. He's, you know, he's like, hey, guys, come on in. You're more than welcome. And when we get a nice group, then it's it's almost like one side of one entire team is all of us. And that's the easy way to get more than just four people on a side. Um, That's the best benefit. Like other than that. They shouldn't rent out servers; they should just make it to where you can have a team of an entire team of your friends and so on and so forth like I don't like when people mess with the rules too much. I just want dice servers, but I'm hoping after you know people rent it for a month and they're just like, "Oh, you know whatever it is, sixty bucks a month or something crazy uh thirty bucks a month i I don't remember how much it is you know after they're like, ah, I'm not gonna pay for that anymore." it's going to slow back down and go back to the way it was. So, um, and it will also be interesting when the new, that, uh, the new DLC comes out because everybody in the server is going to have to have the DLC. So what's going to happen to these rental servers? Are you, you know, if I, I guess if the owner of the server has the DLC, then he can make that server just for that DLC or, or what? So, We'll see how that um, goes from there. But uh, yeah, that's that's that with those. So I, I would say I would say I'm not a fan of, you know, I think they need to have certified Battlefield servers. Um, of course, the PC version is pretty much, I think, like all rentals. That's the way it always has been almost. Um I remember back in the battlefield oh, two days. There was, was official really...
1: servers. There was official yeah. servers back then because I used to play on them.
0: Yeah. I, I would always hit – I'd always hit – I'd find a group of people or a group of servers that was ran by like a certain clan of some sort. And yeah. those things were just like beautiful. So I would always favorite those and I would just play on those. Like as soon as you find a group, it was like – Find I a skip. good one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I kind of did that. and uh, But I do recall the, the official ones, but yeah.
1: Oh, it's, I have no problem with them renting servers. I think it's cool, but... I think what I don't like, and it's just, you know, it comes back to the whole EA trying to screw the consumer again and, you know, take money out of our pockets and not, you know, them. it's just reeks of them, again, scamming the consumer with, well, we're not going to support our own game. We're going to make the community pay to support the servers and keep servers up to play a game that's multiplayer only, you know? It's like, how can you not have your own up? How can you just drop that? And that's, that's the issue I have is it's just... It just goes back to them doing that type of stuff.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're you're paying you're basically just paying money to be the admin of, of an EA server. But, but yes, you can change it. It's if not an official has,
1: server anymore because right. you can change the rules. You can kick who you right. want out, and that's not that does not happen on an official
0: server. Right. Like if they have a thousand ser- a thousand official servers, and somebody rents one, they need to put a new one up. Right. That's that's just what and I think we're agreeing in that. You know, I think that's we're in agreement of like, yes, I don't want a thousand rental servers of a thousand different sets of rules and and me just have a bad experience. Like if they want to keep a good experience and keep people happy, they have to have, you know, their official servers out there because not everybody's like Fairchild. You know, you're going to get the people that are just like boosting and this and that. That was the other thing. As soon as I hear people like, oh, I just went to the server and all they're doing is boosting. I'm just like, all right, I'm going. That's I only play on official servers. So but yeah, like, you know, even though they're EA servers they're yes, they're collecting money just to make, you know, just so you can be an admin. So. But all right, that one's that. The next one that I have. Is actually these are just two kind of topics they weren't. I guess there're stories, but I wanted to get your guys' input on these is um and I guess a couple other games have been delayed since our last show. But the first one I want to talk about is BioShock Infinite, you know, being delayed and uh what you guys thought about that because if if you guys don't remember, I think it was like in 2010 at, at E3 in 2010, they showed Bioshock Infinite, and I was like, we we actually sat down at E3, and I think a lot of our comments might have been like, why are you showing a game that comes out two years from now? Two years from now, maybe. It's like it's yeah, it's like why show a game that comes out in 2012? And it's just like that's just too early to just you know show off a game like that, even though it's as it nice as it looked. And and every video and everything that I've seen since then. Has looked awesome, too. I'm not saying that the game doesn't look great. But it's like, you know, why would you show a game that early? Because you got to think, they'd had to been in development for at least two years prior to that. And then here's another two years to get down to the release date. Now they're delaying it again. You know, or delaying it for the first time. This game's like five or six years in the making. And I'm actually wondering if you guys think it's in trouble or not. Do you think there's issues or not? Because why would why would you have to delay a game that you've been showing off for 3 years now or 2 years? Do you, or, or maybe maybe I'm just thinking too much into it, but that's why I kind of threw it up here as a topic just to see what you guys thought. Do you think it's just like, ah, they need a little more time for polishing? I mean, it's Kevin Levine, right? Is it Kev, it's Ken is it Ken Levine? Yep. Ken Ken Ken. Yep. I mean, it's you know, it's a Somebody who obviously knows what he's doing. If you go back to the first Bioshock and System Shock and stuff like that, he's well respected. You know, is he delaying it just honestly saying, "Hey, we just want a little more time to clean it up," or is you know is it being delayed for bigger reasons, more troubled reasons? So,
1: well, even if it's for bigger reasons, they're not going to tell you that. <laughs> well, I know they'll tell you polish.
0: <laughs> well, and, and they delayed it to early next year, right?
1: They're gonna
2: change the engine. No. Oh, Duke, here we go. Duke style. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Well, it's it's only it's only slightly being delayed. It's it's not delayed a full year. It's it's one of those ones moving. Well,
1: neither was Conviction
0: or Future Soldier. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but those are Ubisoft, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but still
0: Yeah. I mean here it's it's going from like holiday to to spring i mean they might delay it to for polish and to get a better window with all the things coming out this holiday like halo 4 and a week later after halo 4 is black ops 2 um so i mean maybe they pushed it out for that but i just want to see if you're just like yeah you know maybe just some polish or or if you guys actually think it might be in trouble i don't think it's in trouble okay. Yeah
1: no it's too good of a group that are at the helm of that and right you know i think it'll be it'll be on track they want it to be something special and you
0: know, you know it's i mean better, it's a, just better window so I mean, I mean
1: they've got they've
2: got i guess a bar to live up to you know of quality so if they need to spend that time to make sure they've exceeded that bar then you know they got to do it.
0: Yeah, and and well, I think they kind of put themselves into that position yeah, well, you yeah. know, by showing the game two years early, you know, and and getting everybody hyped up for it. Which is the which is, comes to my next topic actually is the hype and stuff that's coming along with Assassin's Creed Three. Like they're putting themselves into a situation where this game better be fantastic cuz people are actually really starting to want you know they want this game now like i personally myself i think it looks awesome i want to play it really bad um i did like assassins creed 2 i haven't played any of the ones since then um but like i really want to play this and and the hype of assassins creed 3 is just kind of just skyrocketing right now and i'm wondering if it's going to be good for it or not but are you guys falling into the hype? Are you guys sucked into Assassin's Creed Three, or is it just another game for you?
2: Careless. I'm interested in checking it out.
1: All right. I guarantee is it'll there, have I... all the same problems as all the previous titles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wonder, wonderful camera. Yeah. 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 Give me more of that, please. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. And.
2: It, you know, I, I, I'm i looking back at the story that we covered, man, probably like three years ago at least, of how they had 450 people working on, I think it was Assassin's Creed 2. Do you guys remember talking about yeah. that? Yeah. And <laughs> you get all those people and you continue to have the same issues. <laughs> that's, that's, that's crazy. Yeah.
0: Well it's almost like saying, Oh, it's EA. Oh, you guys released a hundred games and you t- consistently have the same server problems. <laughs> yeah. So and I mean maybe it's just a popular game issue because if you look at Blizzard, look what that happened to them for Diablo three. Of course theirs only lasted about twenty four hours and not a week, but <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so more. it yeah, still made no more. sense
1: for them though, because they had like ridiculous amount of pre orders. They should have been prepared. Yeah. I mean yeah. it's it's really it just stinks, you know, it, these companies know, you know, they're always they always play stupid. Well, we were surprised by the uh overwhelming oh, yeah. success of uh sales of this title. Whatever, man. I mean, come on. We mm. knew it was gonna be successful. <laughs> and we're nobody. Mm.
0: blizzard uh, Blizzard should definitely know better i mean yeah yeah, but don't do pre-orders if you're not going to take the data just as much as don't do betas and multiplayer betas and stuff like that if you're not going to use the results out of it so and that goes for everybody so yeah because it seems like everybody's had some sort of problem recently it's like oh you you know you're right it's it's almost like it's it's Printed on a card for them due to the overwhelming demand. It's like, oh, come on. What do you mean, overwhelming? It's like, Blizzard, it's Diablo 3. It's been 10 years, and people have been wanting this game for 10 years. (laughs) So, can't tell me people weren't excited for it. But, we had no idea
1: that this would be a
0: success. (laughs) Yeah. And, And, yeah. So, and it's just, you know, and sometimes hype. I just when it comes go back to what I was asking about Assassin's Creed hype. You know that it's you, you can't slip up now. You can't have any problems when people get this excited about your game. And I know people want their game, people to be excited for the game because it's obviously going to sell the game. But,
1: but you can have problems. It doesn't matter nowadays. You can slip up. What's it matter? Diablo three yeah. people couldn't play day one. What? didn't matter people still bought the game people will still continue i mean it's it didn't hurt them at all it didn't hurt battlefield 3 you know it it didn't hurt what was um xbox live when modern warfare yeah was it the first modern warfare came out when when we lost uh we lost xbox live for like two days it's Modern Warfare for two um you know it didn't it didn't it really didn't didn't impact right everybody can complain and whine and cry like i do and you know brun does and the internet does and you know well, i'm gonna sign a petition and i'm gonna do this no they don't <laughs> care these yeah. these gaming companies do not care about the consumers they really don't because they know there's enough idiots out there they're going to continue to buy their games you right. know it's just i i stopped buying the assassin creeds games because i got tired of paying to see the exact same problem did that stop them Nope. They keep making games. I'm not going to stop them. It doesn't matter. So, you know, it's they don't care about it. Anybody, anybody gamer that thinks these companies care about gamers, you uh, are living in a dream world, man, you know, because they do not care. All they care about is a bottom line, man.
2: You know, back 20 years ago, you know, you had the lone programmer that loved gaming and he sat there and he like churned out a game that fit on a cartridge. You know, those were. Different times, you know, where these people were artists, they were gamers. And I mean, they were pioneers of this hobby that we have. And nowadays, it's all big business. It is. it's, it's, It's all corporations. You know, they, you know, some people that work on the projects, I'm sure love what they do and they love the products. But when it comes down to it, everything is controlled by some dude in a suit that just looks at numbers on a spreadsheet and he probably doesn't play it. He doesn't even look at it. You know, he just tests it. It's like, oh, great. Oh, look at me walking into a wall because I don't know how to go. use a controller. I mean, these are the type of people that make these decisions nowadays. And, you know, it it's good and it's bad. It's good because now there's lots of money being pushed at these games. But, you know, the soul of of the game business is different.
1: Exactly.
0: Very well put, Rob. End of rant.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I uh, think that's the end of my stories. Oh, wait. Speaking of rants, let me just say something. Let me let me be a little bit of a Halo fanboy right now. Don't. Okay, so there's this game on PS3. And Wing, I would suggest I'd highly recommend this game or to go check out this game if you haven't seen anything about it, which is The Last of Us. That's, have you seen anything?
1: That's going to be cross-platform.
0: Oh, is it is it a PS3 exclusive though? Cause no, I've, the public, publisher is Sony Computer Entertainment.
1: No, 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 no. This is Naughty Dog. Right. Now, is it, wasn't I thought this was um, I thought Naughty Dog this was gonna be one of their cross-platform games.
0: I don't think it is. But you're right. It is Naughty Dog, and I'm looking at the publisher Sony. So, but but. Needless to say, I, oh well, I would, well,
1: I would yeah, I've got the page up here. Um, I wanted to look at this trailer before I'd seen something about it before. Oh, I'll probably get this just because these are the guys that made Uncharted, and right, they make right.
0: amazing games, except yeah.
1: for Uncharted Three.
0: <laughs> right. Well, I mean, and this game looks. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to take anything from this game, and this is not my rant because the game looks awesome. I wish I had a PS3 to play it. But I just want to say is when a when a awesome trailer comes out, don't put up a pool to ask people what they're most excited about. The Last of Us, Halo 4, Black Ops 2, and, and so on and so forth. What do you think everybody's going to put? They're going to put the game that just had the awesome trailer that's right above the pool. I mean, you just can't. And then you go on and you're like, hey people are more excited about The Last of Us than, you know, Halo 4 and, and Black Ops 2 combined. And it's just like, dude, who do you think going to sell more?
1: Yeah, and especially if you're, well, if you're putting it on, like, PSN.com or whatever PlayStation's network.
0: Right. That, well, and, a, and, and if it's
1: a single console group, then obviously somebody who has just a PlayStation 3 is not going to be excited about
0: Halo. Because yeah. they can't well, play it. it. <laughs> and this is actually on IGN, and and it's kind of one of my things. It's just like, you know, forget you guys on this one. This one actually is one thing that they just kind of ticked me off on. Because I, I'm sitting there, I'm just like, okay, well, who's going to sell more? Well, Black Ops 2 is probably going to sell about $500,000 <laughs> <laughs> You know, in the first two hours that it's released. You know, Halo 4 is going to sell between 8 and $10 million on a console alone. And then The Last of Us is going to sell $2 million. yeah. So just because your little pool comes out and says, oh, people are more excited about The Last of Us than, you know, they are about Halo 4
1: is is <laughs> it's the croc. biggest.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a bunch of crap. And and this is a per- coming from me who said this game looks awesome. You know, it looks awesome. I mean, I would love to play it. I'm definitely going to be playing Halo 4. Am I more excited about The Last of Us or Halo 4? Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't really care because I'm, I, I'll be I'll be excited about Halo Four about a week before it comes out.
1: Yeah, Uncharted just, no,
0: no no sense on me getting excited about Halo Four right now. You know, it's so far away. So yeah, Uncharted Plus. Three, which was the last
1: game that Naughty Dog made, globally sold again. This is one console, four point two three million. So That's definitely good, but it's the third game in the franchise. It's right. not a first, it's not a you know there people the people like me, I would look at buying this because I know who they are and that they made it uncharted, so I'm gonna look at it and see what kind of game it is if it's the same style of game with you know just a different complete story, then yeah, I probably will pick it up, but how many people are gonna out there are gonna definitely know, oh well, I'm gonna just buy it because you know um probably not um and also you know it only. Let's see. So it's, it's a brand new franchise, is what I'm trying to say. So um, that doesn't guarantee sales. Right. It's, it's, you know, even their Uncharted Golden Abyss only sold a half a million, which, of course, that's a
0: Vita game, but... Yeah, I mean, I think that'll probably sell more when more Vitas get sold, but yeah, it's kind of struggling. Yeah, I don't... As it is, yeah, but
1: Vita is not going to go anywhere. It's a Sony product. Yeah, Sony's, yeah, they're Sony's got some problems right now. Kind of worried about that company.
0: <laughs> they'll they'll be all right. They just they they're can't losing make the so much money. Uh-huh. The the they're... thing is is and in, and it's in any company can do this and any person can do this. Um. Uh, even like and this is just as a developer coming from a developer i guess is if you don't learn from your mistakes you're just going to constantly code a bunch of crap you know or you're going to bu- you're going to release a bunch of crap or you're going to make dumb decisions and just constantly do that if you don't make you know learn from your mistakes and that's just general that's common sense. If oh, yeah. you ask me. I mean everybody should know this by now. You know, if you stick your finger in a light socket and you get shocked don't stick your finger in a light socket the next time because guess what? You're gonna get shocked. <laughs> you mean it's it's common sense. My one year old should know this. He didn't stick his finger in a light socket. Um <laughs> But you know, with Sony, Sony and their products, they they come out with this nice product, they're beautiful, they look nice or whatever, and then they try to just butcher you or kill you in some fashion, like six hundred dollar price tag or proprietary memory cards that are four times as much as a normal memory card or it's just all these things that they do it's just dumb mistake after dumb mistake it's like you never learn and the mistake that they're that they have now is they do not kill off the predecessor to their current product so with PS3 they put a $600 price tag on it they continue to sell PS2s they continue to make games for the PS2. And then with the PS Vita, they sell it and they continue to make the PS, you know, the PSP. They continue to make games for the PSP. So it's like you got to stop. you got to do what Microsoft did, which a lot of people didn't like. But to me, it made sense. Hey, we're not making games for the Xbox anymore.
1: Well, you're going to be with that. OK, you're going to be OK with that when they do that to the 360.
0: They're going to do it. And you don't have a new one. They have do. to. They're going to have to do that.
1: They, well, well so they already Mike, said they're going to... They, Microsoft said...
0: 2015.
1: Yeah, they're going to support it beyond. But, yeah, they will stop. Doesn't mean other publishers are going to stop. Right. Because, I mean, you got to look at the PlayStation too, dude. There's over 100,000 consoles sold. Oh, yeah. There's a tremendous amount of people still playing them to this day. 100 million, 100 so if 100. a publisher can... Oh, what did I? S- uh, oh, yeah, 100, 100, 100 million, Sorry. Yeah, I'd hope so. 100, 100, 100. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> you guys knew what I meant, thankfully. So.
0: Yes. Yep, yeah. Yep.
1: Over a hundred million. So, I mean, even today, there's still people playing them. So, if you know, Microsoft will probably stop putting games because they're gonna they're gonna publish for their new version, but other people still be able to publish, and I think you'll see games still publish on the 360 for a while after it
0: it's, it goes. Yeah. Away. Well, oh, definitely definitely for the developers who are, like, obviously building a game right or starting, like, a year or two years prior to the death or to the new console. Obviously, they're going to want to release their game. They're not going to stop and, you know, rebuild it all just for the new console. But, yes, there has to be a cutoff time or else you're just going to start killing your own product. And that's what kind of Sony's doing. But we're, I, we're on course. Yeah, we're sidetracking uh, really bad. but <laughs> So... so what's next (laughs) Rob's Rob's gonna put Rob's gonna start something here
2: oh yeah okay so have you guys heard of kickstarter at all
1: Yeah. sure yeah yeah absolutely
2: so you know kickstarter it's been around for a while now you know at least I heard about it about a year ago approximately and you know it's it's gotten a lot of hype with a lot of different types of, I don't know what you would call them, like avenues or hobbies or whatever. So one thing that has really been catching a lot of attention lately is the video game section where there's a company that raised almost a million dollars with a Kickstarter project. And, you know, just to cover Kickstarter real quick, uh, how that thing works for those people that haven't heard of it is that it's a a organization company website here in the United States that basically does crowdfunding where somebody will come up with a project and set up several different levels of backing like there might be you know a five, a ten, 15, hundred dollar different levels and and they are looking to get a certain amount of money you know, let's say like $30,000. So as people pledge money into the system over here, the total goes up. And then once they reach their goal, the project is funded and it'll happen. If it doesn't reach the goal, then, you know, nobody, you know, pays out any money. And then the project essentially goes away and the people have the option to redo it, you know, maybe improve it or whatnot. So, you know, there's been a lot, a lot of, different products that have been coming out through this i've seen some really odd ones like people make like wall coverings and and of course there's some video games and board games and all and you know i haven't really been hearing a whole lot about kickstarter with the xbox i know that there's some projects out there that do have the xbox in mind and i was really wondering Uh, from you guys to think to to see if you think that there's any future Uh, if people are would be interested in pledging for a project through Kickstarter and again this is something that you'd put down your money you would pledge like hey you know for this game I'll put down twenty dollars and I might get a copy of you know the game and I might get my name in the credits you know, if I put down 50 bucks, I might, you know, get an autographed copy of the manual. You know, it, it, there are different rewards to that. You know, How do
1: you autograph a digital manual? Oh,
2: depending on what the product is, you might get a physical copy of something. no right?
1: manuals anymore. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I, I see what you're saying. That's, that's true. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I want to see how they, how they sign a, they'll, a manual. They'll fax,
2: <laughs> they'll fax you an autograph sheet.
0: There you go. That's first. As far as if you're asking, it, 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 does it have a future in Xbox? I mean, it's you know, prime examples Double Fine. I mean, they're kind of the ones that made it real just that recent recent boom. Oh yeah, because they they wanted a million and they got like four million or something like that. Um, of course, it's Double Fine, so <laughs> they're uh, they're going to make their game now if they decide to pu- or work on getting a publisher and it happens to be Microsoft or somebody to publish it on the 360. I mean, does it have a future in Xbox? It's it's not going to be there. Some people might go on there, and be like, "Hey, we want to make an Xbox game," um, but it's still really you're supporting the developer and 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 not the publisher or not what you know what the what they're putting it on there. But like, um, some people might have you're you supporting seen them me... ahead of time, right? Right, and you might have seen me um, support or I was kind of tweeting out there uh, about a game called Republic um it it's actually an iOS game and and what it is is your the whole thing is like you know you're the you start up the game or whatever it's kind of like this girl finds a phone or gets a hold of a cell phone and she dials a number and it's really she's dialing your number and then she's asking you for help um you'd have to go out there if you look it up it's republic um but it's like q u e q u e yeah it's, it it got funded at, like the last day it finally got funded it was trying to get $500,000, and they still need to raise another 500000 but they're getting it from different investors and stuff. And, and Kickstarter is kind of cool because it gives you a rundown. You can do videos. They can update as they do things and give you information on, on what's happening. Um, but, you know, for $10, if you pledge $10, you get a copy of the iOS game. And then, like, two days into their kickstarter they said okay it's going to come out on the mac and pc if you do 20 dollars, you can get the ios game and the mac and pc or maybe it was 15 or whatnot so and i mean it's it's kind of like you know you're supporting the developer you're supporting what the product they're going to make you know if they decide to put on xbox that's fine so is xbox have a futureness sure like any indie game or anything that they have um there's going to be a future. Now, does it have a future as far as XBLA is the question that I would ask because a Kickstarter, like, because Kickstar- there's, al- there, there's already
2: some projects out there. If you search search right. for Xbox, there's a couple. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, iOS, like uh, Apple had to grant something special for a Kickstarter game, because when you put your game on, the app app store, you get like 50 free download codes or something like it, promotional codes. Right. And for a Kickstarter, they were supported by like, you know, 500 people and Apple actually had to grant 500 codes to this game. Cause that was the only way that these people were going to be able to support and give out the game for free for those 500 people that supported them. You so know, I,
2: I heard something. How, I mean, I, I don't know if this is prevalent on, on all of them, or, or or whatnot. And I don't mean to turn this into an Apple show either. Mm-hmm. But I heard something along the lines of where, for the big projects, they there there is no way for them to give away the 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 software on the iTunes or Apple Store, mm-hmm. and what they had to do was th- they do allow you to gift something so basically the developers had to put their software up and then they bought it through the apple store and then gifted it to
0: you okay cuz i mean if you think about it as far as Run. It's Run. All okay
1: right. Can talk again. yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> sorry um well if you think about it as the xbla way they're probably gonna have to do something similar because right. Microsoft, microsoft's gonna want their cut out of it exactly you know so you know that that's that's the thing is you know does it have a future sure but i think a lot of people are actually starting to get frustrated with it already so it's just one thing in general is it, is it going to actually survive to even you know go through that so there are some weird projects out there but you know, go out, there, go out there and check out Republic and and see if you can find anything else you want to fund, I guess. But it is kind of cool.
2: I guess I was looking at some of the Xbox projects. And you know, and, and there's a couple that are PC games initially, and they're going to be ported. But, you know, there's plans to bring out an Xbox version. And there was a couple. I mean, <laughs> there was one that had like six backers, and it had like just like a couple days to go. So... You know, it, it Kickstarter definitely can weed out, you know, I don't say inferior products, but, you know, the ones that are kind of weak.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And, you know, there's, there's a fair amount of, of board games that are actually on Kickstarter. And it's really interesting how the ones that survive and that make it aren't necessarily even great games. They're the ones that just have had the most hype. So it's going to be interesting to see if there's been some controversy on when is Kickstarter going to crash? Right. What what event, you know, when people, you know, pitch, you know, like uh, like the whole Double Fine thing, you know, because I think originally I said almost a million, I meant four million, you know, four million dollars got pledged. What if that product never comes out? Yeah. That'll be huge. There's no guarantee.
0: Yeah.
1: They could pocket the money and just keep it.
2: Yeah. And that money all gets processed through Amazon because they're the ones that do the back end. So Amazon, you know, they already charged everybody.
0: Hmm. Yeah.
2: So we'll, we'll see what happens. Super. Okay. Next. Mark?
1: Hold on. I got to. I'm peeling off a Cadbury cream egg here
2: <laughs> oh, okay, we may as well okay, how about I go to my next story because that'll take an hour. <laughs> go ahead, you have cream egg on your teeth <laughs> okay here, i'll I'll just go on with my next one.
1: <laughs> I thought that's what you were doing. that's why I was joking oh well never <laughs> well, mind I'll, I'll, just, I'll never, just go do it no, never mind then it's my turn game fly. <laughs> okay. Trash is. I'm like my son. My turn. My turn. (laughs) Me first. Can I? Can I go now? Yes. Yes, you (laughs) may. Gamefly. I don't know if you guys have seen this. Is making fun of GameStop in a in a recent ad, and uh, I thought it was pretty funny. I don't know if you guys you guys of course can go to link and check it out there in the story, but uh, it, it essentially just you know they're going Gamefly is trying to you know get you to. Uh, like they go in, like one of the guys goes in to trade in some brand new
0: game and they're like, oh, I'll give you like nine, nine dollars,
1: some money where the guy freaks out, you know, <laughs> he's like, what? And you see people like trash in the store because they're getting so mad and, <laughs> you know, and then basically Gamefly is like, you know, just keep your games, you know, just rent them. <laughs> So I, I don't know if anybody would seen that, but I thought it was kind of funny because it was, you know, they didn't state GameStop or anything, but, you know, it was pretty. The obvious who they were (laughs) making fun of there in the ad. So who else would it be, right? Right. So, um, yeah, if you haven't seen that, maybe I'll I'll try to get that link put up in our forums for everybody to check out. But, um, in fact, I think I'll probably do that here in a minute. However, um, the next one, click through here. Uh, A Sony site is revealed new Mass Effect 3 DLC. And this is not, I'm not talking about um, the changed ending or expanded ending. This is a new multiplayer expansion. I guess it's called the Rebellion multiplayer expansion. It's going to open two new fronts against the Reapers. Firebase Jade's Jungle Reservoir and Firebase Goddess on Tessia. In-game reinforcement packs now include three new weapons as well as equipment, consumables, and six new classes, the Quarion Engineer and Infiltrator, Vorcha Soldier and Sentinel, Phoenix Adept and Vanguard. And so that is that is coming from... Uh, oh, well, the site says it's out. This was like that it was already out. This story is from... When was the story? What was the date on this? There's no date. May 16th. So I haven't heard of anything about any new DLC. So I don't know if Sony got stuff early. Because this this article said it was available in Asia as of May 16th. Um, so I don't know. Have you guys heard anything about any new multiplayer stuff?
0: Nope.
1: Nope. So I don't know maybe it's out there if not maybe it's coming maybe it's sony only i don't know so but we'll we'll, when they do hear something i'll let y'all know all right uh next all right i've kind of got two stories here number one they're all pretty much in the same thing Activision, of course, you know, Activision and EA and Infinity Ward and Respawn Entertainment and everybody else under the sun is being sued. They're all suing each other. And, you know, um, no, I'll sue you. Well, then I'll sue you back. Well, then I'll sue you again and sue you twice. And no, I'll sue you I'll three times sue over. Exactly. <laughs> double dog sue you. whinies. So anyways, one of the things, um, Activision actually just paid out $42 million to the Infinity Ward Employee Group. Um, this is... Now, this group sued Activision in 2010, seeking profits from Modern Warfare 2. Now... Hey, looked,
2: I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but didn't something like this happen with uh, Guitar Hero? Or No, that was Viacom.
0: Yeah, it was, was Viacom. It? Okay, yeah, never mind.
1: and Rock Band. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay... So anyway, the, a source said that the payment was not a settlement. Rather, Activision's discovery phase for its own lawsuit against former Infinity Ward's Jason West and Vincent Bella found no evidence that the employee group members were complicit in their breach of contract issues for which Activision is suing. And so Bobby Kotick and Activision agreed to pay them. The group sought $75 million to $125 million plus punitive damages. So it's they didn't get everything. It's a meaningful payment. It's only a small portion, Um, but it's still going. um, But it was still something. So I just find it interesting that, you know, Activision, this kind of makes me think that, well, maybe Activision was really wrong.
0: They are wrong. This is proof. This is a this is a sign of guilt.
1: Exactly. You don't pay forty two million if you aren't wrong
0: and And also, yeah. did you see where they wanted an extension? They wanted the uh start of the proceedings delayed they oh, did, they,
1: no I did not
0: oh uh, they they put in to have everything uh, to have things delayed while their brand new lawyer that just started could get caught up <laughs> on what is going on, which means everybody they had in there prior to this new person left and is not working on it anymore so (laughs) typically when that happens means yeah they weren't gonna win yeah they weren't gonna win they're going to lose so it's you know it's interesting it it was like they should have held off to paying this like after the fact because now if they lose their lawsuit since this isn't a part of a settlement if they do lose, they could still have to pay the seventy-five to one hundred twenty-five million plus this forty-two. They're not going to be like, "Well, we already paid them forty-two of it." No, you didn't. You paid forty-two of it on your own thing. This was yeah. after the fact of them wanting money, you know. Yeah. So it is interesting. It yeah, just, but I I agree with you. It just shows signs of guilt.
1: Yeah, and it just means that Black Ops Two will be a hundred and sixty dollars per copy <laughs> <laughs> Cause they'll have to make up the money somewhere. So, um, so that's going on. And then also, where's my other one? Uh, I've got it here somewhere. EA and Activision settle in a Call of Duty lawsuit. So EA and Activision have reached a settlement in a lawsuit that began two years ago pertaining to the departure of Infinity Ward heads Jason and Vince. I'm not going to keep repeating their names. EA had been accused of secretly, you know, recruiting the pair while they were still working for Activision. Um, There's no details about the settlement, but both companies said today that they will file a settlement agreement in the, the Los Angeles, California state court. Uh, former Infinity War developer Jason West, and uh, I'm saying their names, Jason and Vince, sued Activision in 2010 after being fired, claiming damages, and blah, 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 blah. Activision mostly paid out the $42 million, like we said. Now... So the the settlement news comes the same day as a report on Activision's dirt digging tactics have surfaced, stating that Activision launched an information gathering spree on Wesson's Impella just before the launch of Modern Warfare 2, tended to see them both fired. Um, So, you know, this just, the more we hear about it, it just seems like Activision is really, really dirty in in every aspect here that they're just going to get they're just losing, you know. Um, so I really hope that the guys over at Respawn, I hope they win big um, in their suit against Activision. I hope they, and I hope Activision has to pay Respawn a big lump sum of money that's just going to go into their next game, which is going to sell even more than the next Call of Duty. So, um, you know, I think that'll be that would be just desserts. So,
2: you know, uh, this reminds me of a saying that says it goes something like. uh, if you can't innovate, then litigate.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, but anyway, so maybe we'll stop hearing about all the uh, suing going on. Maybe we're going to get a reprieve from some of that as some of the stuff is starting to settle out. And uh, and maybe we'll find out that uh, Activision is the, the devil and, and not EA. <laughs> maybe they'll take over the title, right? So... Um, next thing I got is, uh, one of Brun's favorite games has recently sold over 1 million copies in just five days. And the surprising part of that is that this is an XBLA title, a little game known as Minecraft. Um, you know, it was interesting. This game was it, I find it weird how like two weeks ago, it, not Literally, but roughly two weeks before Minecraft came out, or was it, I guess, three weeks, uh, Trials Evolution came out, and it was, you know, busted the day day one record of sales Mm -hmm. of any XBLA title. Three weeks later, Minecraft comes out and beats that record by four times the amount in a 24-hour period. And then within a week, they've sold over a million copies.
0: The amount could be due to that it's $5 more. It it did sell. It did sell more. I don't want to make it sound like they didn't sell more than Trials Evolutions, but yeah. I mean, it was going to bust the amount because it was $5 more if you ask me. Like everybody knew it was going to sell a ton. No, I mean No,
1: this the Minecraft cost more money. Right. Minecraft was 20 bucks.
0: Yeah. That's what I mean. As Trials
1: as Evo thing. was so I'm surprised that it broke the, it sold more. You know, I would say based on your comment of it being more expensive, you think it would sell less than Trials Evolution.
0: No, I was saying the reason why it broke the money record.
1: Oh, this is a so, 1 million copies.
0: not Okay, I, I this thought was, you it's said. Not,
1: it has nothing to do with money. They broke the record for most sales in 24 hours. Okay. Um, Trials Evolution sold like 100,000 copies on day one. Right. Minecraft sold four hundred thousand copies on day one.
0: Right. Okay.
1: And then they sold over a million copies. So I you know, whatever uh, what is that, twenty million dollars? They made twenty million dollars on Minecraft. And I think Minecraft was the one I was reading that this game was profitable within four hours of launch.
0: Hmm.
1: They were already in they were already into profit after four hours. It, and it just blows my mind. This has got to be one of the crappiest games I've ever seen. I got a copy free. Um I got one through Raptor. So I'm like, right. "Oh there's I tried the demo and I'm like, this is garbage." And then I got a free code through Raptor and I was like, "Well, all right, let me let me get it. Let me try. I'll try to put a little time in it and just really try to figure this thing out. It it's it's so stupid. It's just so stupid. I can't even I can't understand how people are into this. I just don't get it, man. I, I don't... I mean, who, who was the genius that said, I'm going to make a video game where I don't have to develop anything. I'll get people to buy it, and they'll make the game themselves. And they'll think it's fun. Yeah.
0: Because you have a millionaire. to... millionaire? You <laughs> have to make it. A billionaire. That's who.
1: It's like I, I'm not paying somebody so that I can sit and design the game. You know, it's just I don't know. I did not like this at all. I think this is one of the dumbest things ever made. So I don't care if I offended a lot of people with that comment. That's my opinion. <laughs> you, you you wanna you wanna sound off differently? Then call us on our voicemail. And leave us a voicemail. So, but. um yeah, that crappy game sold a million copies in five days. So, now, Rob. Oh, now, finally? Now you can go. <laughs> All right. Unless I go on so, to one, two, three, four, five, six. I still got like six more stories. So
2: This is this will be like an intermission. <laughs> you know, people can get up and they can go to the lobby and get pops. So. There you go. Okay, so.
1: Let's go to the lobby. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> So there was an interesting uh, article uh, a couple of days ago on 1UP. And I, I thought it was kind of interesting. And the article was titled, What Makes a Game Worth Buying at Launch? And recently, Diablo Three had come out. And it, it was kind of interesting where, I mean, Diablo Three was a game that I had really been wanting for a long time. You know, I was so excited when I heard it was coming out. And then finally, you know, it was May. I was like, yeah, I'm going to get it in two weeks. And, you know, here it is a week later and I, I didn't get it. I actually went to the store twice and I had it in my hands and I put it back on the shelf. And I was always also thinking about getting the collector's edition, had it in my, you know, online cart, because you can't find that thing in the stores anywhere. And I had it in my online cart, and then I closed the window. And, I, you know, I, I really resisted this game. Even though I, I want it so bad, I just haven't gotten it right away. And the, the article that went up had kind of went into into a little, bit, a little bit of detail about how people are forgoing buying games up front. And they even showed how some games dropped in price dramatically, how, you know, 60 bucks on launch. And then like five weeks later, it was 30. Hmm. So there's a monetary way to look at this, too, where, you know, at launch, these games are, you know, crazy expensive at 60 bucks in some cases, you know, granted some games at $60, it's worth it because you get so much value out of it. But, you know, that can't be said for every game. And, you know, you do get the pre-order bonuses sometimes, you know, you might get 10 bucks off or you might get a new gun or whatever. But, you know, even sometimes that's it's not worth it. So, I mean, you guys saw what my uh, my reaction was about Diablo. How about you guys? I mean, what what makes it worth it to actually buy a game on? launch and I'm not talking about renting it. I'm talking about actually going to the store and buying it or, or getting it delivered by Amazon or whatnot. It's
1: like going to the store. Who does that? It's like Amazon <laughs> yeah. baby. UPS it's for suckers. UPS will be at my door uh here in two days. What do you think? This is? Yeah. 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 Hand delivering it's all about hand delivering it to me.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I'm I'm too good to go to the store, man. You bring it to me. <laughs>
2: no, you, you, you have people for that.
0: I got people for that. Yeah. <laughs> for, <laughs> For me to buy something at launch is it's just something you know. Obviously, if I'm a fan of the series or whatnot, I'll buy it at launch. And when I when I say at launch, I can't. I don't really mean like the day of. I know that's probably what you're talking about, Rob. Yeah, but let's absolutely. say within within the first four or five days, because sometimes I just can't get to a store, or you know, if I didn't buy it through Amazon on on day one. But to me, it the thing that makes it worth buying to me is is uh, if I'm a fan. Or whatnot, and one of my big things is, you know, obviously, um, Future Soldier's coming out. Uh, to me, that is a launch day buy. Now, I will say, over the last month, it has fallen out of that category for me. Um, I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not going to buy it on launch. At launch, I'm going to wait a couple I days. Sure. I want to, I want to see what other people have to say. Plus, another driving factor is seeing that my xbox is dying and and i'm having so much trouble playing games right now yes i have a secondary xbox but it's really you know other people are playing on it and everything like that i don't have it available to me at all times like i do with my other one is do i want to sink money into games when i have an xbox that i may have to replace uh, so but to me to me it's being a fan of the game or or if it's just something that's you know obviously scoring tens and and stuff like that on reviews if they have reviews prior to the launch day, I might run out and try to grab it, but you know other than that, that's kind of my criteria
2: so or let me let me ask you guys this so if there are let's say three titles being released within let, let's say one after another and you want all three of them, would you buy all three on launch? Or would you buy the first one and then hold off on the second ones until they're cheaper? Or would we just
0: just go for the hype and just get them all? I'd buy them as I I'd come think. along to be able to play them.
1: I'd probably for me. buy them all at once because if it's something I really want, then I probably would like to get the DLC. Or, I mean, not the, you know, any of the free bonuses, the bonuses? that come with it. Like, I recently bought Sniper Elite V2. Um, I wish I had pre-ordered that one because that came with a mission that you know an extra mission that i can't play now but it was not anything on my radar right it turned out to be an amazing game dude i love it oh yeah oh that is so much fun um i've actually got the full one a thousand achievements in that game um I love it, man. I even playing through on the realistic mode; it was awesome. Um, and I want DLC for that. It's like I want more. So I wish I would have. I wish I would have pre-ordered that. Um, then on the other hand, I just bought pre-order Max Payne three at the last minute. Um, wish I hadn't. I really wish I would have saved the money. Right. Um, you know, but I don't know. I got caught up in I don't know why, boredom or I don't know. I don't know what it was, man. It was just one of those stupid impulse things darn you amazon <laughs> <laughs> making
2: it so easy yeah,
1: i know that's if i had to go to the store i would have never bought it um yeah but uh you know so i got i guess i got some pre-order bonus from that i don't know what it is yet but uh or even how to use it but <laughs> some some pack or something i don't know um but I, I got I got Future Soldier pre-ordered, um, and then another thing I like is because I order from Amazon every time I pre-order, I get a ten dollar game credit. So like, um, I already got ten dollars applied from Mass Effect Three. I got a ten dollar game credit applied towards my Future Soldier. Um, now I just bought uh, Max Payne. They get, they sent me a ten dollar code. Um, I'm gonna get another one when my Ghost Recon shows up. So I'm going to go ahead and take $20 and pre-order Borderlands 2. Mm. And I'll have $20 off that game. So, And, and of course, I'll come into this a little bit later. Um, There's definitely some reasons to buy that ahead of time. But um, for me, if it's something I really want or I know I'm going to buy, I'll just pre-order it. Because you, you if you're gonna get it or you know you're probably gonna end up with it, you might as well get the bonus stuff ahead of time you know from right. just plating your order in otherwise you lose out like with sniper now I got that mission I can't do, and yeah. I don't know if they'll ever release it to purchase, but and a lot of times that stuff does not come available so right
2: so now with a system like the 360 that's got you know the whole live component, how much of a pressure is there? to buy a game immediately so you can play it with everybody else.
1: There's a big pressure. I I've, I've even been parts of communities uh other communities where the guys are like, you know, they ask everybody else and they're like, are you guys is this going to be one of those games that, you know, lasts for one week because they're like I don't want to pay $60 if you guys are all off on the next hotness a week from now. And that happens right. a lot. You'll see, you know, a game disappear. Look at Max. Now Max Payne everybody's playing that right now. Well, Future Soldier comes out next week, so you're going to see a, a, a drop. I don't think it'll be drastic. I think a lot of people will stick to Max Payne, but I, you're going to see a drop. And then what's coming out after that? What you know? It's like every week there's some big new title, you know. Um, so these things do drop off the radar a lot faster. People people are buying more, they're renting more, um, and they don't. It's not like the old days where you used to play Mario for like the year, you know. You've got your new console at Christmas. Your parents bought you. You got a game, and you didn't get another game till next Christmas. You know, but you played that like constantly, and you loved it. Now it's like after a week, it's like what's new? What's next? And that's just kind of the nature, the way our world is these days. So, that plays a big part in it.
2: Oh yeah, and there's an interesting quote in an article where one guy was saying uh, that. If he didn't buy the game in the first week, he most likely never would buy it because there's just too much stuff that comes out. That was an interesting thing. And for the major titles, I don't know if that could happen. But for those, I'll call them like B-grade titles or C and onward, that could definitely happen because some of them have that, that hotness buzz and it's so quick and then you never hear
1: of it again. Well, like with Max Payne. I If I if I would have paid attention and realized that it's the week that that game comes out one week prior to Future Soldier and that I'm not even going to be home that week that Max Payne came out, so I didn't even get to play it till Saturday. I got Saturday, Sunday, and I didn't even play it. No, I did play it a little today. Monday. I'll have three days because Tuesday it's coming out of the Xbox and probably won't go back in for a very long time. You know? Because I'll have Future Soldier be permanently <laughs> in my box for a while, yeah. Um, and for the campaign and the co-op, even though I didn't like the multiplayer, I never cared yeah. for the multiplayer. But there's a lot of things I'm looking forward to, and that's unless the game totally blows, it's going to be in my Xbox for quite some time. So, um, yeah, I, I would have never bought Max Payne had I not had an impulse buy.
2: You know, on a on a quick side note, you, you just made me chuckle there because. You can you can take the guy out of Chicago and put him in Arizona, but you can't take the Chicago out of him. Tuesday, <laughs> you said it like a total Chicagoan. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, yes.
1: I'm sorry. Represent.
2: Everybody. Represent.
1: <laughs> a slip of the tongue. <laughs> yeah.
2: And and one thing too that's kind of interesting about some of these uh, collectors editions now that are coming out is that they're truly collectors editions. Where you know they're not available, you know, four years later, like uh, some of them were initially. And like the
1: Halo helmets that you can still buy brand new. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> you know, so you know they're they're limited runs, and you know they're truly collectors' items. And and those things, I mean people people are scrambling for them. Like the Diablo one is like near impossible to find, and. As soon as some retailer has it, boom—they're gone in an instant. Now, you know—I I know when you were talking about getting the—you're uh, uh, trying to—you're going to get that one that comes with the vault. Yeah. What was it? Borderlands. Uh, 2. Yeah, Borderlands. <laughs> now,
1: I've—I've
2: I, I've gotten a couple collector's editions in the past. And in the end, I wind up throwing everything out. <laughs> I mean, even like the little – like one of the things I got was the uh, Lord of the Rings, the the movie one. You know, it came with a little statue of Gollum and all this extra stuff. And in the end, I'm like looking, I'm like, why do I have this? <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, I, I need that shelf for something else. Pitch. I mean, do you guys think it's worth it to get collector's editions? I mean – after like the hype subsides,
1: I don't normally buy 'em i I think the only one the only thing I've ever bought that was not a standard edition was um four four for some reason, I dumped an extra what twenty bucks into the the limited edition or the next grade up i don't I didn't get the top one, but not with the racing wheel and all that but yeah i and I was like, why you know it came with d l c extra cars but like, I've never looked at the art book. (laughs) I'm like, it's in a metal (laughs) case and it it annoys me that it's in a metal case because it's the only one. It does not match my shelf. (laughs) You know, Um, it doesn't fit in with all the rest. And and it's like that, that kind of annoys me, but Borderlands two will probably be the one that makes me change that because I love the game (laughs) so much. You know that I actually am considering that I might buy the top of the line Borderlands mm-hmm. version. So we'll have to see.
2: Represent,
1: represent <laughs> your love. Because it's if gonna cost, it'll cost one hundred and fifty dollars. And the problem wow. is, it's like, well, I could buy two games. You know, it's like it, you get into that. Do I really want to spend? Well, that's more than two games. That's, that's almost that's two games, games in DLC. That's it's it's almost three games, you know? So it's like, do I really want to spend that much? So I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, but it, it really, it's, it's the first one. I'm like, I might have to get this. I might have to pay the money to get it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but, um, we'll get into, I'll get into all that. What's coming with that later. But Rob, I do agree. Um, I've had the same problem with Diablo 3. I want that game. I played yeah. the beta when they opened it up that weekend, yeah. and I had so much fun with it. I really liked it. Um, but I don't know why. I was like, if this game was on the console, I would have pre ordered it. Because it's on PC, I haven't bothered with it. <laughs> I can't even run you're,
2: it. You're sitting on the wrong chair. That's what the
1: problem is. <laughs> No, but the nice thing is that if it's if I did get it when I am sitting at when I'm at work
2: <laughs> air quotes. <laughs> yeah.
1: I can like I can, you know, my my double tap my scroll lock and you know, switch PCs, you know. <laughs> and I can have Diablo up and playing. <laughs> Oh, nice. phone's ringing. Pause. You know, Ring. Double tap back to the other screen. Yeah, hello. <laughs>
2: no, no, that's it's not how it works. It's like you're fighting the boss character and you're like, voicemail.
1: <laughs> yeah, i am yeah, back in 20 minutes when I beat this boss. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, but um, no, I don't. I really want the game, too. Um, I wish I would have bought that instead of Max Payne, to be honest. Um, But. I don't know. I, I haven't hold the trigger on that one either and i'm not sure why um yeah i really don't know why because i i really enjoyed the demo i played um that was a lot of fun and the
2: demos i mean aren't always representative of the game either because sometimes the game's even better
1: right and i think and you I, know, I,
2: I think that's the case with Diablo.
1: and we both loved torchlight i mean i played yeah. i bought it on the pc and then ended up buying it on the xbox mm-hmm and uh, I never did complete the PC one, I think, because I went and bought it on an Xbox and completed it there. But, you know, I plan to buy Torchlight 2 when it comes out. But I I don't know, man. It's like I really want – I would rather have Diablo on my Xbox for some reason. But, yeah, I, it's probably going to be one of those that when it does drop in price, I'll probably get it even though it's a PC game. Yeah, if
2: it drops to 40 bucks.
1: And and you brought up a really good point man. That's something too that the games have really dropped in price quickly. I mean I, I don't ever remember seeing this, you know, like, you know, obviously your Call of Duties and your it doesn't for some reason. But like I've even seen um well, I've seen Call of Duty down to like 40 bucks, like the latest one. I've seen I've seen Battlefield 3 down to $30. Um I've seen um, what else is a current one that just kind of came out recently? Um, I can't, I can't think of it, but I've seen a lot of stuff that uh, you know within a couple of weeks of it being released, they're dropping twenty dollars or more off the price of it, and I was like, oh, yeah. how how is this happening? You know, yeah, I've, the, usually these things stayed at their price forever. Yeah, it would yeah, be like article, years before they'd hit the bargain bin.
2: Yeah, the article. Uh, did a a nice little comparison of this where they said uh, Mass Effect 3 was released on...
1: uh, That's it, Mass Effect 3, yeah. Yeah,
2: on March 6th. And, you know, typical $60 price. And then it was available on April 24th, which was, what, six weeks later? Yeah, six weeks later for $30. Hmm. And they said it was a one-day sale, but still. And then... Uh, all the games released prior to Black Friday, like uh, they mentioned Arkham City and Battlefield 3, were had for $28. So, you know, games released in October or early November can usually be had for 20 to $30 cheaper in late November. That's something interesting, too. Yeah. Just prior to Christmas, they they tank. So I guess the companies really probably rely on a lot of hype, a lot of hype, and a lot of uh, media attention to get those games bought up as soon as possible because they probably only have about sixty days tops to really max out their uh, their pocketbooks. After that, you know the prices dwindle.
1: I think nowadays there's, um, I forgot what it's called, but they call that, um, that time frame, there's a certain term for it. And usually they're most profitable that first week. And then after that, like however long it can maintain sales is kind of like bonus. You know, they don't expect it. It's just like even a movie theater. You know, your opening weekend is always your best for a brand new movie.
2: Oh, yeah. And, oh, mm-hmm. then it's right. called
1: the tail. So however long it can stay, you know, that's kind of all bonus, which they're not really expecting. So the same thing is with video games. And nowadays it seems like the tail is a lot shorter because people are bouncing back and forth from all these different things. And, you know, so all these cheaper prices is just going to that could be a part of it or a reason why we're seeing games drop so fast, you know, is that they're just trying to keep some kind of interest in that game. So yeah, Arkham City was was pretty quickly was reduced in price. And I was like, why this is an amazing game and you know, it's getting like nines and tens and a couple weeks later, it's half the price, you know? So I, I don't understand it. It's just really weird. Uh, but we're seeing a lot of that. and it, it does make you wonder, like maybe I should just not buy into it and wait a couple of weeks. But then of course, like Rob, you said earlier, if you do wait, then all your friends have moved on. So you won't find the people to do the co-oping with or the multiplayer with and, you know, stuff like that. They'll have, they'll have moved on. So it kind of almost forces your hand. If you want to do that stuff with your friends, you got to buy it when it's released. So. Yeah. Yeah. No. So that's all I got. All right. Um, all right. So what's my next one here? Oh, okay. okay. Well, You know what? Before we go into the Halo Four stuff, I wanted to say real quick because uh, Brun didn't—I didn't know if you heard about this one, Bron—but EA mm-hmm. is going to reveal a Call of Duty Elite-like service for Battlefield Three at E3. And I know you—you uh, are one of the the big lovers of Battlefield Three, and I know you mm-hmm. use the uh, what is it called, the Battle Log? Yes. Would you? How interested are you in? paying for an online service for battlefield three outs you know because battle log's free right are you i mean are you happy this because i was surprised by this because seems kind of late exactly i'm like <laughs> i'm like really you're gonna copy activision a year later you know what i mean it's kind of like you know and and I know obviously Elite's been very they've got like 2 million paid subscribers or something so it it's been very profitable well I don't think Which it's is profitable for,
0: it's for the yeah. DLC I mean they're pretty much pre-paying for the DLC right
1: and that's that's why I got it I was like yeah I'll get this DLC of course now I'm learning maybe it wasn't worth it cuz I've stopped playing the game um there's some stuff I haven't even played yet so hmm. but I, I that's the same thing I thought when I saw this I was like Aren't you kind of late to the party at this point? Why wouldn't you just like give it away or just you know add it well, in the battle log or wait for Battlefield Four? And I mean,
0: I, I, would, I would say are you willing any, to
1: pay out money now after this game's been out that long?
0: Well, I would say the only the only reason why I guess I would pay for it is because they they really haven't pushed out a bunch of dlc for the game so maybe if they have like some dlc lined up like multi things of dlc and it's kind of like a dlc season pass type scenario maybe i would see paying for it then but other than that is like if it's just please pay for this for something stupid i would say absolutely not (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe they'll give you one of the official EA servers that you can rent.
0: <laughs> nice. I, I mean, if it, like I said, it. if it's well, they have they have that new they have that close quarters DLC coming. They have like three DLC packs coming. So, supposedly, I mean, if it's if it's like something that's going to include all three of those DLC packs and a couple of other things, then I would say sure. It depend. I mean. But those have come be that out much.
1: before, though, right? They're going to announce this at E3. Well, I guess we're not that far away, duh. I guess we're only like two, two, three weeks away from E3. Yeah,
0: and the and the close quarters pack we've known about, it comes out early June.
1: So maybe maybe this is ready to roll, and maybe if they announce it at E3, they're going to announce it on June 4th. Um, yeah. So it'll probably be during EA's press conference. Uh, yeah,
0: so maybe like it maybe it is like a like a season pass for the D, the 3 DLC packs or something like that. If, I mean if that's the case, sure. I mean that that's kind of like the biggest if if you would really think about it like the elite service itself like the online stuff, I mean it was free. Um you're you're really paying for the DLC and some of the extras. I mean, if this is the same thing as that, sure, I'll pay for it. I mean, really are they late to the game in that case? No, not really um they've had one dlc but we got it for free so what was we, that yeah what was the dlc that we got oh it was the extra uh maps and stuff like the strike It kirk karkin did that was stuff like that that was just
1: for pre-orders
0: pre-order stuff yeah so right. so like there really hasn't been any dlc for the game i mean if this is just kind of like their dlc pass then sure you know, I would pay for it cause I'm going to buy the DLC for it. But if it was just for other like little nitpicky things or all oh, like, Hey, you can watch videos on, on battle log or something like that. And probably not. I mean, I wouldn't mm. spend my money on it. Okay. So, well, well that's a good question now.
1: I mean, yeah. I just, I but I thought the same thing a little late to the yeah. party. It was my thought. So, but we'll, we'll see you here in a couple of weeks. Um, and when, when we get that information, we'll, of course, relay that to you guys during our E3 podcast. So we'll let you know what they say and what the future holds for that. Um, Braun, I know you mentioned earlier, I can't remember if this was during the show, I think this was before we were recording, that you were really interested in the Halo 4 Limited Edition.
0: Yeah, I thought it looked pretty sharp.
1: Um, the case looks pretty cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, when I say look sharp, I actually meant the case. I really didn't read what was <laughs> what was in it. So,
1: well, Microsoft has revealed that the uh, Halo Four is limited edition, and uh, like the story says, there's no cat helmet to be found. Yeah. Um, but the hundred dollar package will get you a fancy box, a UNSC Infinity briefing packet, and a host of in-game bonuses expanding the multiplayer experience. The limited edition includes the War Games map pack, a voucher for three future competitive multiplayer map packs, each including three locations available for download post-launch on Xbox Live. So you're looking at if if there's three different map packs or your voucher for three future ones, that's probably thirty dollars right there. Each of those got to be at least ten dollars a map pack. Yeah, and, and maybe yeah. They, they could be more. I mean, we don't know. True, but um. So you already get the War Games map pack, plus three other ones coming. It's also going to give you early access to six multiplayer specializations, which will only be released at launch in this package. They'll be released over time to the general audience. Um, Other digital bonuses will include an exclusive armor and weapon skin, an in-game emblem, and an avatar prop. The limited edition also includes an extended 90-minute version of the Halo 4 Forward Unto Dawn video series, extra features, and making of videos. So That's
0: actually kind of cool. I mean, it's what, 100 bucks?
1: $100, $100 bucks. yeah. That's not bad. I, th- I think this is a pretty fair deal because yeah. considering you're getting three map pack DLCs, that right there covers the cost yeah you know, and then so all the other stuff is almost like it's free,
0: oh and definitely with with all the other halo versions like all all those were up to upwards of like one thirty or so, so I mean right th- actually I, actually it, it seems like they got rid of all the neat statues and and stuff like that, and just said, hey, you know what, put it in a nice case, and let's give them actually stuff that they can watch and use and play during, in game stuff. in yeah. game stuff and and you know for a hundred bucks i I think that's why I was just like, you know what? I think I might actually get this one. Yeah, I think it's pretty cool. And I did like, I didn't buy the most expensive version of Reach. I got the middle one, the one that came with like the diary and all that stuff. And I actually read through some of that stuff. It was actually kind of cool. So this is kind of neat. I cool. kind of like that. I'll get excited for it about a week before it comes out.
1: <laughs> well, you might want to, oh, don't forget to get your pre-order in.
0: Yeah, Make sure you get your, your copy. <laughs> cha-ching
1: Amazon. um okay now other in other halo 4 news is that of course the game comes out november 6th so don't forget that comes out right before uh black ops um they uh microsoft's giving out of course some more information on the multiplayer modes collectively known as infinity multiplayer <laughs> The game will introduce a brand new mode called Spartan Ops which tells the story of the UNSC Infinity, the massive ship that serves as Halo 4's multiplayer hub. Spartan Ops will serve as an episodic continuation of Halo 4's campaign with weekly cinematic episodes that center on the UNSC Infinite Infinity leaders and crew and a new team of Spartans, uh, new team of Spartans Majestic squad. Each Episode will include new missions, allowing one to four players to explore the corners of Requiem and these objective based missions and help uncover the secrets of the mysterious Forerunner world.
0: Uh, see, they're giving away too much.
1: <laughs> Halo 4's competitive multiplayer will be known as War Games. And as previously detailed, will offer plenty of character progression and customization, such as armor specializations that enable combat enhancements tailored to your specific playstyle. Both war games and Spartan Ops are included with the standard edition, um, but for those willing to pony up the extra money, uh, you will receive nine maps. Well, you will also receive nine maps. Uh, which will be those map apps we talked about, and early access to six armor specializations. So again, that's that's what we talked about within the newer version, so or the limited edition.
0: So for for people who didn't know what Halo 4 and, and when you watch that trailer, all the stuff that was probably coming out there, and you haven't read like Halo Cryptum or anything like that, then surprise you're gonna read you're gonna know more about Forerunners. <laughs> So but
1: I didn't just spoil well, something, did I? No. That's why I said okay. they
0: they're they're telling too much. Like, you know, uncover the secret mysterious forerunner world. It's like come on. It's like for one for the people that are reading the books and stuff, they kinda have an idea what Halo four I think some people would could speculate what is going to happen in Halo Four. Like I have my own speculations and stuff, but you know, here they're kind of just throwing out some stuff like, you know, forerunners and so on and so forth. But
1: So there's right. gonna be Toyotas in the game, is that?
0: Yes. Green ones.
1: <laughs> Green Toyotas? Toyota yep. No more warthogs, we'll be driving the forerunners? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so So yeah, I think Braun, I might have to do the same as you and actually pick up the expanded one. As I've really yeah. enjoyed the the Halo games. Yeah, possible. I have
0: every one except for the remake of the um, Halo 1, or Combat Evolved. So, I actually have I've, that, I've but went, I don't
1: think I have... I don't know, oh, I think I do have that crap ODST game.
0: <laughs> and I went through, <laughs> as far as the books, I've been through every single one of the books, with the exception of the new, uh, the Glass, the new Glasslands and the Cryptum... Second, the second Krypton book, which is the Forerunner saga. So, like the first, the first Krypton book, I've kind of already went through that and learned a lot about Forerunner stuff. So, but cool. All
1: right, all right. So let's see what else, what else, what else. All right. Um, I only got a, two more things, and the first one is. 38 Studios. You guys know who 38 Studios is?
0: You have to throw a game out at me.
1: Kingdoms of Amalur
0: Reckoning. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. yeah.
1: They're, they're one and only game. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is Kurt uh, Schilling, the, the ex-baseball pitcher. Uh, this is his game studio. And I guess that or they've been in the news a lot lately. I guess they, they got a bunch of money from the actual state of Rhode Island. So... To make the game? To make the game. They got a lot of money, dude. Big loan. It's nice to know that the taxpayers of Rhode Island are funding video game creation. Um, I bet they weren't too happy to find that out. Um,
2: It sounds like a FEMA scam or
1: something. (laughs) Dude, I couldn't believe it when I was hearing about it. Rhode Island had to have an emergency meeting the other day, the the government did, because uh, this one studio was unable to pay back the loan. And it's like a $75 million. Wow. Yeah, $75 million. I guess, you huh. know, so if you need to make a game, move to Rhode Island, I guess they yeah. will just give you the money.
2: Well, um, you know, this uh, studio probably ruined it for everybody, so you got to pick a different state now.
1: Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> um, but the last <laughs> thing, I mean, I just thought this whole thing was kind of strange. Uh, yeah. that they That a state would even give this kind of money out. It's like, what are these politicians doing with our money man come on um makes me wonder about my own state but and i know rob you're you're a host you're in the one of the most crooked states there is so um i know your money's being wasted (laughs) but uh um the last that i heard was that the 38 studios was able to make their first loan payment but they were unable to pay their employees so this this really doesn't bode well for future. I mean this kingdom of, of Amalar the reckoning got really good reviews. I've heard nothing but positive things about this game and yeah. if if we can't if the studio can't pay the employees um I guess they're not going to have any more DLC or any future anything for this game.
0: Hmm.
1: I mean I it just seems kind of like well okay how are we gonna how you know how are they gonna generate more money right so the game is only sold wow globally it's only it's sold only half a million copies really that's it yeah i'm oh Space. wait 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 wait, <clears throat> sorry that's the uh on the xbox p s three is point four they sold four hundred thousand copies, so it's been under a million. Wow! Oh, oh See, well, I always the PC thought this... is 0.15, so they probably just busted a million copies.
2: See, just, I always thought that's... that they, I thought that game did really well. Uh, although I never really looked just... to verify, because the date came out, it was uh, I saw it in the morning on the news, so I, I figured like it must have been a big deal. <laughs> but then again, we never really talked about it.
1: Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> Just because yeah. none of us are playing it, but yeah, it which did. is everybody else too. <laughs> <laughs> so it did just bust a million. So yeah,
0: interesting. Money mismanagement,
2: also known as fleecing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. So um, okay, and then so you know, just interesting tidbit and i can't help but my, the initial thought that came to my mind was somehow there's a scam here it's somehow kurt schilling is pulling a big scam over because to get 75 million dollars to make a brand new ip i mean does it really take that much money to make a game no i mean that to me right there and that's that was a loan so i'm sure they had money from other places and and you can't you've sold a million copies of your game, which is at sixty bucks a pop. What is that? Sixty million dollars?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. So I okay, obviously you don't even you don't have enough money to pay the loan back. <laughs> you know, but for them to already at this point not being able to pay their employees and stuff, I'm just like, there's it just some something's not right. It just doesn't seem right to me. The, the, the amount of money, I think someone was scammed. So, kind of wonder, Kirk's using it to pay his legal bills right now. Well, his, his juicing. <laughs> well, look, He's lying. He's
0: well, lying His lying, lying.
2: Look at look at it this way. Like look at it. Look at the name. Let's deconstruct the name. Shilling, <laughs> which is you have the word shill in there,
1: <laughs>
2: which is what. Uh, that's those people with the casinos, right? Decoys or something.
1: I don't know where you're going with this. Yeah, me Sorry. either. <laughs> no. <Next>. So,
2: <laughs> So, you know, it's it's fraudulent. So there you go. It all comes together. Full circle right there.
1: Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, we, we couldn't agree with you more. So <laughs> earlier we were talking about Borderlands 2. And some special editions that are coming out. The, they got, so they've got they announced their, their two different special editions. So there's going to be, of course, a $60 version of the game. But then there's the $100 Deluxe Vault Hunters Collector's Edition. This includes the game, a Marcus Kincaid bobblehead, an art book, stickers, digital comic, and some unspecified DLC. There's also... The Ultimate Loot Chest Limited Edition. Dun, dun, dun. Which includes all the items previously mentioned, along with an actual red loot chest box and other goodies. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, pre-ordering the game in any edition, even the lowly $60 version, um, at participating retailers, will also net access to the Borderlands 2 Premier Club, um so this gets you the gearbox gun pack golden key uh vault hunter's relic and the mecromancer character class when the game's out so let's go into this um the 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 into the ultimate loot chest- ultimate loot chest limited edition it's a hundred and fifty dollars okay and on top of the items I mentioned, you will get a collectible scaled replica of the red loot chests found throughout Pandora. You will get a steel bookcase, Creatures of Pandora wide format ID chart, a lithograph postcard set, field notes from Sir Hammerlock, cloth map of Pandora, and a numbered certificate of authenticity. Both the special edition and blah, blah, blah. So... Yeah,
0: I don't know. <laughs> it's 150 bucks. <laughs> the but... cloth map looks kind of. I like that. I don't know why I was looking at all that stuff. I'm like, oh, a cloth map. I was like, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> so there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff in that.
1: There is, and the 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 red loot box. Yeah, I saw a picture on a site that actually one of the people that work at Gearbox. They had their, their, and it was a miniature dachshund, okay, so it was a small dog, but their dog was sitting in this thing, so it's mm. big enough to put a dog in, you know? <laughs> so,
0: yeah, for pe- for um, people that don't know what the red loot box is, that's the box you run up on and click, and it would open up, and, like, the guns would fold out Yeah. on there. That's, that's one of those boxes, and it looks really, it looks cool, too. I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, I don't know what I'd do with all this stuff. Uh, put a,
2: it is well, co- the box, it's you would cool. put a cat and a dog in it.
1: <laughs> I could turn the red loot box into a cat box. <laughs> there you yeah, go. A litter box. <laughs> a litter box. If I, I'm like, what am I going to do with this? If I want to get rid of it, I guess I could use it as a litter box. <laughs> so, But no, I mean, it's it's hard for me to justify $150. But it's like, I love this game so much, you know, that... I really was like, I want everything I could
0: get. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. I I, I bought the Borderlands uh, uh, guidebook. It was like, I don't ever buy guidebooks. I bought the Borderlands guidebook and never really used it. I just wanted it. You know, it was just like I couldn't get enough Borderlands. So I'm gonna be thinking seriously about this. Um, I may pull the trigger on this one. And, you know, if I got my $20 credit already, it really will cost me $20 less. So okay. <laughs> it's going to be like 130 <laughs> So, but I, I I really think I'm going to have to, I probably will be all over this. That's cool. So we'll see. Yep. Uh, just looking at it all, man, it's like, I want it. <laughs> so, all right. I think that finally ends it for me. All right.
0: And you went over the EA Activision Settled lawsuit, right? Yep. Okay. Um, I added two on here, just kind of side notes, just by going through the webs. Um, HBO Go, I know we talked about it before, uh, is available for Time Warner customers. So anybody that has HBO Go, um, you would know that like watching it on TV, on the Xbox, it was like a certain... Number of people, and I guess uh, Time Warner and Bright House subscribers now have access. So go try that out. I will try it tomorrow to watch Game of Thrones. Um, and then also, I wanted what is to Game ask Game of
1: Thrones That Game is something Thrones? that has popped up. I keep seeing and hearing that name, and
0: so it's a. If- uh, um, uh, oh man, can't think of the author's name. Uh, jr okay so game of thrones is is a series of books um and on hbo they are making like a series based on the books so it is in season two right now which is in basically the second the second book and i'm trying to find
2: yeah, the author is George R R Martin. George R R Martin, yep. And it's uh a series of books called uh Song, Song Ice of Ice and Fire.
0: Yep, Ice and Fire. So, you have Game of Thrones is the first book and then you have Clash of Kings, which is the second book, which is what series they're going in now and then, you know, there's a couple more. So, um it's just very very popular. I mean, people really like it. And honestly, I think it's really cool. It's really good. Um I'm I kind of like that medieval type of setting and stuff. So it's about kings and this and that. So
2: you know, I'm really not much into that whole medieval thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I started watching the first season and oh my god, I'm hooked. Yeah, it's I mean, good. It, it, it the the TV show is amazing. So, you know, wing if you haven't watched it, I don't know if it's available now on Netflix or something, but definitely yeah. check it out.
1: Definitely.
0: Yeah, if you have HBO, you can watch the... You can watch I don't, the I don't a- have HBO. Series. Okay. So, you have an iPad, though, right? I do. Okay, maybe I can hook you up with a username and password to <gasps> HBO Go. So. No,
1: we couldn't do that. That would be illegal. Eh. <laughs> maybe. <clears throat>
0: yeah. So. What was I it? guess so.
1: <laughs> what was that again? What was the name of the show?
0: Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yes,
2: For, on HBO.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. They're okay. almost.
2: They're like almost towards the end of the second season now.
1: Yes, there's nothing like that on uh, Netflix.
0: Um. No, on iTunes you can buy the first season on iTunes. It's like thirty-four bucks or something like that. You can get them all in HD. Um, definitely worth. I mean, it's, it's really good. Uh, maybe here, here's what we can do wing uh, it, since we don't want to, We want to be as legal as possible. Maybe you can watch the first couple shows. And if it's something you like, then you can jump out and buy it. So, but if you don't like it, then stop watching it. <laughs> <laughs> and it is definitely yeah. not. It is definitely not for kids. I can tell you that yeah, oh, it, yeah. is, it is HBO and, you know, they have their nudity rule. If there isn't nudity in the first two minutes, then, you know, it's <laughs> not a good show. But uh, so there's some very graphic stuff sometimes. So
1: I'll, I'll pass then.
0: OK. <laughs> OK. Yeah, there, there's some stuff on there like in this season. And I was just like, they kind of went too far in my book. So <laughs> but um, so HBO go uh, for Game of Thrones and stuff like that. But uh, my other thing was. Uh, you guys know who Oliver North is? Heard of him?
1: He's a Marine. Yes, uh,
0: he is. in uh, and, and a you know accused of, but not convicted of treason. If Ball you guy. want, to, if you want to put it Ball that guy. way. Yeah. Yeah. So um, a a lot of people are in kind of an uproar with him. Activision hiring him as a promoter for Black Ops Two. Just wondering what you guys thought on that. And nice. and Wing, I wanted to ask you, you know, you're being in the military and stuff like that, what you thought or if you thought of anything on that or because people are like trying to well, I'm not in the boycotts or or, you know, we joked earlier about on, uh, online petitions or, or stuff like that. But people are boycotting and not going to buy Black Ops 2 because of, you know, this guy. People are very upset they're still gonna buy it. It's just a bunch of whiny babies.
1: Yeah. I'm not gonna buy your game until oh look until no, it I, comes out. <laughs>
0: you know, what it is, it's like
1: I'm not gonna pre-order your game, but I'll be at the midnight just, release. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'll <just> buy it. <laughs> yeah, you know, and as far as a mass group of people, I do believe that a majority of them are going to buy it. I, I think you may have a couple very die-hard people who. Won't buy it because of this, but I just wonder if you guys had any any input on it. I don't see
1: what it has. Who cares? I mean, I don't get it. Who cares? What's, yeah. what's the big deal?
0: Uh, just that, you know, he's promoting Black Ops 2, and he was basically convicted of selling weapons. Or not convicted, but accused of selling weapons, military secrets and stuff to enemy so
1: <laughs> I, I believe if he did it then he would have been in jail
0: right i mean he plead to a, like a lesser charge or something I, I can't i don't know the whole story and
1: i'll cover up so I'll, uh, i don't yeah. trust anything the government does <laughs> so
0: <laughs> so friends I mean, list
1: and and I, I can i'll yeah never mind let's just move on Okay. I, I would say being in being in the military, I have reasons why that uh, I I know not to trust the government, but I can't say anything. So, okay. But they're all a bunch of liars. What black uh, helicopters? <laughs> yeah, what was that? <laughs> South Park. There's nothing yeah. to see here. The Those black are helicopters pigeons. Are yeah, they're pigeons. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And it was interesting, like, with all of the NATO stuff that's been going on downtown, I mean, I've been seeing a lot more pigeons <laughs> flying around. And, it, I mean, it's really interesting where, I mean, you know, you're in downtown Chicago, I mean, the big metropolitan area, and you look up and those big helicopters, they're, it's it's very unsettling. You're like, hmm, <laughs> what are the Blackhawks doing here?
0: Yeah, and that's and that's for NATO, just, I mean, when the president shows up.
1: Oh, jeez. Oh, I mean yeah. we
0: we've had the president at children's like right outside children's hospital you know for a couple things and it was it was just like you know snipers everywhere and yeah, I mean yeah. it was it was crazy it was like we were told like hey uh stay in the building like do not leave the building during this time frame so it's like just just stay in the building, you know. Let's not make cause, it easier. Yeah, let's not cause any problems. So it's just like we looked out the building and or looked out the windows, and you could see all the snipers and you could see the president down there. But it was kind of like you know, don't move, just stay where you're at. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. But all right. Okay. Earn all your right, friends.
2: Friends,less time. Okay, this one uh, is from OGT units. Writes in, subsidizing the Xbox. This sounds terrible and evil unless I am missing something. What happens at the end of your two-year subscription? After you've already uh, more than paid for your Xbox, do you get to keep paying for the fee? Uh, or do you keep paying the fee just to keep playing your Xbox? So as a five-year Xbox user, you pay 900 in fees. And after your two years, does the fee go up, saying that your introductory rate is up? To me, they're trying to emulate something far more terrible, your cable company.
0: um, Don't think of it more of the cable company. Think of it more of like a cell phone company. So when they subsidize your phone, so all you sign up for AT&T for two years, you get this phone for free. Um, If you obviously cancel within that two years early then you obviously pay a cancellation fee but once your two years is up that phone is yours and you're free to do whatever you want you can continue to pay monthly for your cell phone service or you can jump to another company or you can cancel your cell phone um it's just what this is as far as what they're trying to do is make the entry level cost to get into gaming cheaper or or not as much up front so if i said hey to jump in it's going to be four hundred dollars please give me four hundred dollars and you do that and you're like okay or if i said hey it's a hundred dollars uh but for two years you have to pay for xbox live monthly which is going to total up to four hundred dollars you know is that cheaper for you to pay the 14.99 a month um you know obviously with no interest and stuff like that it's almost like a using your credit card instead of paying out of your bank account. Um, But no, don't think of it like a cable company. Think of it more like AT&T and cell phones.
2: Or like rent to
0: own almost. Right. Right. I mean, it could be a good thing, but
1: you'd still have to pay something when you're two years is up. I'm sure then you'd have to pay the full price of Xbox live gold. Yeah, but that would be it. It would just, you know, you'd renew your
0: gold at a full price instead of the cheaper price. Well, it'd actually be. (laughs) The funny thing is, is they make you sign up for monthly payment, which is actually more than what it is for a year's worth of. If you buy it, the year card, the 12 month card, you can usually find those for 40 bucks. So it's actually cheaper to buy a year of Xbox Live than what it is to pay per month. So they're oh, actually well, making right. you pay. You're either making you so once your two years is up, cancel your monthly, right? And just go find a year card and you know a 12 month card and use that. And then you're just basically like what you do right now. So every year you go and buy a 12 month card and re up that. That's what you would do after your two years is up. So. Okay. But,
2: good question. All right, next one is from Demaculous. Hello, fellow gamers. I just wanted to know if you guys are fans of the Hitman franchise and if you cared about the new game coming out November 20th. Also, what are your thoughts on the downloadable Sniper Challenge that comes out next week if you pre-order the game at GameStop, which is Wing's favorite video game rental chain? Yeah. Also, yeah, also... Uh, find it interesting that you can unlock achievements that will tie into the retail release. You guys remember Crackdown 2 and Madden 11 did this and don't recall any other games trying it since then. Does this help make your decision to purchase the game? Uh, Take care, guys, and keep up the great work.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, I haven't really gotten into the whole hit main series, but I do want to play this one. Um, But as far as the downloadable game of, I I could really care less about that game. Uh, Most likely if it's a, something you get for pre-ordering the game, it's not going to be very good as it is. Right. So, but yeah. And as far as achievements, I'm not a big achievement hunter type person anyway. So that doesn't bother me either. But I will say I would have, I want to play it. Unfortunately, it comes out two weeks after Halo and one week after Black Ops 2, so it hopefully it doesn't get uh, covered up. Is this the other game that got delayed that I'm thinking of? There's another game that got delayed with Bioshock, and I can't think of what it is. I'll have to look it up, but continue. You guys can answer him.
1: Uh, myself... I've never really gotten into them, but I think it would be a, a fun game to try to... You know, this next one, I would probably check it out.
2: And I've never really gotten into them either. It's just I haven't really given them the chance to
0: <laughs> to uh, be good.
1: Well, they're more... Or, um, they're like stealthy games too, right?
0: Yeah, it's Assassin... Yeah. Stealth so that's Stealth games
1: That's why I never Really played them Before Yeah So So uh,
0: It was um, Tomb Raider Tomb Raider is delayed In South Park Game has been delayed To 2013 Tomb Raider 25 Uh, Whatever Yeah the new one yeah.
1: so. New one looks good though Yep Might be the first Tomb Raider game I play
0: Yeah, hopefully they calmed down on all the grunting. That was the only annoying thing. Oh, yeah. It's hard to hear a
1: grunt. Uh. That's why they delayed it. They had to take it out just for you. (laughs)
2: It took him all that to recode. All that extra time. Okay. All right. Uh, Next one is from Jesus Walks a Lot. Have you seen the new Black Ops 2 trailer? What do you think of it? Personally, I think it's a step in the wrong direction. You guys seen it?
0: Yes. Uh, yeah.
2: What do you think?
1: Go uh, ahead. Go ahead. Run. Rip it up. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> you know will, you want to. <laughs> I. The only
0: thing I will say is, to me, it's very Ghost Recon Future Soldier, um, with some of the little or you know gadgets and stuff that they're using but they are going futuristic so i mean it's not like i don't want to say they're copying a game but you know when you think future that's kind of the stuff you think of i think it is interesting how it's like oh technology you know we built this technology to do this and it's kind of taking over so it's to me it's kind of there anything i wanted to say i don't know just say it
1: if they're copying yeah. anything don't you think they're copying the terminator movies that's, well yeah
0: yeah a little bit it, it's it's almost like i've seen it before i've seen this before like well, something.
1: yeah it's still call of duty <laughs>
0: right right but you know it's if is it continuing on to the story from the first black ops is it the same characters i don't know i haven't played i didn't play the first black ops so i don't know what? um
1: I don't think anybody knows that right now, except the developers, because that's been a lot of questions that people have asked. They're like, well, how can these other guys be in it if it's way in the future? You yeah. Know? So, it, it's... Yeah, I don't know how it's following the Black Ops storyline, if it's going to be way in the van, you know, in the future or something. But I guess, you know, we won't know until it comes out.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, at some point in time, they have to break the mold. I mean, they have to one of these Call of Duty games has to take the next jump, has to make a leap leap of faith. I don't, I mean, I don't care, you know, what direction it ends up. They have to try something. Um, I just don't know if this is going to be it. Uh, so, and, and the only thing that I dislike about the game, the only thing I will say that the one thing they commented on, and it just, to me, it just made me like go, ugh, was they said there's going to be more zombies than ever. <laughs>
1: Well, it's an add-on, though. It, I mean, that's just like a—you don't have to play that mode. Oh, true. So, I, I mean, I, oh
0: yeah, I it's going to be understand. there because
1: the people—that's very popular. The zombie mode is very popular in that game, so they're they're making changes to it, and they're gonna—it's you know—they're they're improving upon it, and I think the people that love the Nazi part of that will will be very happy, you know.
0: Yeah. Oh, my kids so. are like, "Yay, more zombies!" I'm like, "Okay." It's like, yeah, hey, I've it's never played Power that too. Yeah, yeah, I don't
1: care for it, but I've tried it and I just didn't like it. So yeah.
0: but well, I actually know it's very have, popular. I actually have Modern Warfare three sitting on my Xbox. You know, I borrowed my boys Modern Warfare Three. I was gonna pop it in and start playing it, but I you know, with my issues I've been having, I just haven't gotten around to it. <laughs> but I'd rather play regular multiplayer than I would zombies. But.
1: Well, I tell you what, Bron, if you play multi when you get some time if you uh, if you want if you don't have any of your buddies there locally to play the the um, spec ops with mm-hmm. the survival mode it's only two player yeah. dude that is intense oh yeah and he it is it's fun. fun I loved it I will you can hit me up I'll play that with you okay it is it is a lot of fun it's a good challenge um, you know so I think you'll I think you'll like it I think you'll enjoy it. But I mean, you might not. It can be a little frustrating, but you you get together with a good partner and you guys work together, um, it, you'll get through it. And it's it's a good time. So. Cool.
0: I think that's it. So, all right, I'm gonna make this short. We've had a very long show for everybody, but head out to this xboxlive.com. Um, you can get. Get everything from there um, One big thing is the voicemail Which is 224-698-XBOX Or uh, 9269 for the last four But with that I'm um, Swift 33 I am Mark
1: A.K. Wingman709 taking off And I guess Rob already left the building
2: No Rob was muted <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm Rob I'm muted Catch y'all later <laughs>